is it's not too bad, but it definitely can be better. And, and also the main problem that I saw with recording over Zoom, that's why I was hesitant a lot to starting a podcast at first, was that this regular conversation dynamic is often um, it's not the same thing as if you were in person. So what Ed told me to do is that you record an individual file, audio file clip on each person's phone. So that you as a host, uh, you record either on your phone as well, you just put your phone, it's very simple, you just put your phone next to your laptop once you're talking and you turn on the voice memo app and you ask your interviewee to do the exact same thing. Uh, it's not a difficult process, but the difference in quality I thought was quite insane. Uh, you know, I remember texting Ed as soon as I recorded my first podcast. I saw because, you know, I had the Zoom recording because I was like, oh, I'm not sure how this is going to play out. I'm going to do the Zoom recording just in case and I'm going to do the phone one. Uh, and then, you know, you hear the difference in the audio quality and it's just, uh, it's incomparable, honestly. It's it's way different. It's way better. Uh, I was really excited because I noticed how much of a difference this can make and how you can actually make a quality podcast during the COVID era. So that changed my perspective a lot. And I remember, you know, people uh, after listening to a bunch of our episodes telling me like, oh, you know, Antek, how did you get such a good podcast quality? Uh, you know, I'm always very happy to share this tip with others because I think it's, it's insanely useful. And some people are a bit hesitant because they think, oh, you know, like it's a bit complicated for the interviewee, but I actually never had an issue. I usually just send them a note mm -hmm. a bit in advance saying that, oh, just prepare your phone with a voice memo app. Uh, put it next to your laptop or whatever you're using to record, uh, and that's what you're gonna use for. You're gonna mail me this clip uh, after our interview, and I'm gonna do the rest. So just use a, you know, a simple uh, app, whatever app you choose, um, to edit the file. So the quality has been amazing, and that's a tip I've been using for for quite. I mean, for quite a while, for the entire semester, and yeah. all the podcasts I've created this year. Exactly. And I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so happy that I remember people messaging you, you messaging me that like the audio quality is really good for these podcasts that are, yeah, honestly, like student pr produced, but their quality is close to the professionally produced quality. And that's really great and just great to hear about. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, we're hopefully going to get better. We will be in Princeton next semester, so we'll hopefully be uh, even physically in some studios at least, not everyone, but we should have access to more and more equipment. Uh, but in any case, you know, I think this proves that even if you don't have professional uh, equipment that some people anticipate they will need for a podcast, you can still make something very cool. And then, you know, for podcasts, it's so simple as well. Uh, getting into the podcast market is very uh, easy as long as you have some good distribution apps. And I think with this quite a simple trick, uh, you can really make something that's very good quality with relatively simple uh, things and simple steps to take. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you, EdTech, for talking to me today. I'm definitely going to link Tiger Cafe and Tiger Ventures Unfiltered in this newsletter. Uh, so thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much.